Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Car Comcast. My name is Ben. And I'm James. And this is the podcast where we review old cartoons to see what we think of them as adults. And today, for our one-legged segment, Zane is not here. Uh, the part of Zane will be played by the greatest psychic of our generation, James. <laughs> ah, thanks for having me again. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the, the the prestigious likes of the greatest psychic slumming it with uh, our podcast. I, I am truly humbled. <laughs> wow. It's quite the introduction. I feel honored to be here. <laughs> yeah. Um, you discussed with me recently that you wanted to talk about the show that we're watching today, Mob Psycho 100. Yeah. It was a Zane recommendation. said that he wasn't that interested in oh, talking wow. about it. So. Oh, well, he's missing out on this one. You recommended it to me probably like two months ago. And I was hankering for a new anime to watch, and I checked it out, and I was hooked from, like, the first ten minutes of the show. It got me almost immediately. Yeah, I mean, like, it's it's a pretty easy sell to people who are kind of into anime in general. Yeah. But especially now, because there's such an easy inroad with a more popular anime, yeah. One Punch Man. Yes, for sure. That was an easy segue for me to go, okay, the guy who made One Punch made this. I'll check it out. That was a really well done show, so I was excited to check out another project by him. Yeah, and I think you had mentioned to me before um, we actually jumped on recording that did you did you say that you thought that they, that you liked it better than One Punch Man? Uh, I, I would I, say I, 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 I don't want to mince do. your words. Yeah, no, no, no. I, I probably do. I think it's more consistent. I think the second season of One Punch I don't enjoy nearly as much as the first, and I haven't watched all three seasons of this, but the second season of this show I felt was actually better than the first season, which I was very surprised by. So I, you know. I would say overall, it's, it seems to be a stronger show from beginning to end from what I've watched so far. Yeah, let, let me give a quick disclaimer here. Um, mm-hmm. I have not watched the third season of Mob Psycho. From what I have read, it is a fitting conclusion, but mm. does not elevate the series as a whole. It's like, I appreciate a fitting conclusion. I'm going to watch it at some point, mm-hmm. but I think that we'll have plenty to chew on from just the first two seasons. Yeah, this show reaches a really natural conclusion after two seasons, so I'm surprised they even made a third. I'm sure they could do interesting stuff just based on what I've watched so far, but the show does really follow a narrative arc that concludes pretty strongly at the end of the second season. I mean, it, it feels like an ending to the show at that point. I mean, shit, it does does that the first season, too. Like, yeah, each season <laughs> feels self-contained. Yeah, they do a really good... I mean, I think they sort of made it that way is one of the things I kind of understood about this project, is they really... You know, they spent a long time developing each season as its own individual thing. They're, they were sort of mini-movies that they made. Yeah, so some of the context for this show, Mob Psycho 100, is based on a manga by the man- mangaka One, who, you know, popular popularly recognized as the uh, terrible artist slash author of <laughs> One Punch Man. Uh, but whereas One Punch Man was uh, made by at least the first... Uh, season was produced by Madhouse. The first season, or the both seasons of uh, Mob Psycho, or all three seasons, were produced by Studio Bones, mm. which is probably best known for uh, My Hero Academia, mm. as well as a bunch of other stuff, among them Space Dandy and uh, Darker Than Black. Uh, generally, when you're watching Studio Bones, you're having a good time watching animation. 
yeah, the animation in this show is incredible. Like, just, uh, there's well, so many frames going on. Like, there's just so there's, much in every scene. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not an animator, right? Yeah. I'm just, a, I'm just a kid who likes a lot of cartoons. And, like, I don't have the verbiage to describe the ways that the animation makes me feel. Mm. But I will say this. One Punch Man's animation was incredible. Mob Psycho's animation is insane. It's it's nuts. I mean, it goes so crazy just all the time. They're, they're... This, this is an insane decision to make for any <laughs> animation studio. I imagine the time invested in animation in this show must have been ludicrously high. Like it Even is not... storyboarding it. Like, oh, yeah. where do we want to have a scene that's communicated entirely with chalk? <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, the amount of visual styles in the span of five minutes in this show is is bonkers i don't know how they do it i don't know yeah it's a, it's an insane you're right it's an insane decision to make to do that yeah you, you can never really tell where it's going it's, it's kind of like the first time like maybe this is not uh, a thing that will hit you very well but i remember as a kid i was getting used to anime i was seeing a bunch of you know i saw i saw some dragon ball i saw some inuyasha and then fully coolie came around oh yeah yeah i had the same and i was like mm, there's some, something here is not... I don't have the taste buds for this yet. But I recognize this, there's something important going on here. Yeah. And it was only in hindsight that I really kind of appreciated how... Maybe not brave, but like eclectic that animation was. But now I'm older. I'm wiser. Sure. And when the intro to the second season of Mob Psycho 100 hits <laughs> and it walks you through the entire history of animation in two minutes, you're like, oh, okay, guys. I mean, yeah, both, op both opening credit sequences from both seasons are just in like an insane minute and 30 seconds. I kind of can't look away. Like I'm, the, no. I'm somebody who will skip credits after watching a show enough times. But like, oh, yeah, in this show, it was hard to want to skip it because it's just so what's it's so what, nuts what's that meme about what if you could to pick two people from from fiction to fight on your team who would they be john wick and john wick 2 that <laughs> but for anime intros yeah, mob psycho really, and mob yeah, psycho 2 yeah, it's really they're really crazy they're really fun to watch in like hindsight too because you start seeing details of the season in that opening animation you'd start seeing characters there was broccoli in both of them for the yes. entire, and I could not figure out what the hell the broccoli was for for yes. you know twenty four episodes, and then you know they eventually reached what that was what that was. But <laughs> never again will we be so tantalized by broccoli teasers. And yeah, seriously, I kept looking at it, being like, "Why is there stupid <laughs> broccoli?" <laughs> well, there's also cactus. You get the feeling yeah. like there might be some sort of weird plant theme. That is true. That does come the cat. I mean, there is a plant theme. There's a there's a psychic who uses plants. There's a psychic who uses plants. <laughs> a lot of the um, the characters in Mob's high school are there because, man, I I love the articulate that like they they play with the conventions of high schoolers. Oh my so god! So well, just incredibly the first, well. The first time that I saw Mob go to high school, and his crush. Looks like a normal kawaii desu, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, Subomi. Subome, yeah. yeah. She just looks. She just looks like an anime heartthrob, uh, teenage schoolgirl thing. Her her friends 
<laughs> their heads are because we don't want to have to waste focus on faces we just want to communicate to audience these are the ones that don't matter are are depicted by like an eggplant and a potato like yeah. their, their head their, like the entire head it's, it's yeah just, they just replace it they're like they, you the rest of the body is schoolgirl. it's the same thing I and mean, that's the, so, oh, God damn it. The food theme continues because the name of the city is Seasoning City. And all of the yeah. na- neighboring schools have like seasoning themes like soy or black soy or like black bean. Uh, it's so, very... Yes, Salt High School <laughs> yes, or something. Yeah, it's very funny. <laughs> yeah, it's it's really, it's, man, it's it's very, it's very funny. Um, we shouldn't discount that uh, the way for this anime was paved a lot from One Punch Man's success. Mm-hmm. They did you know the anime did come out in the same year so like mm. it's it's not as though they did a lot of market research at the time like they were both in the works in the same period oh, I didn't of know time that. i got the feeling like um one punch man had more um m- more more cooking time behind it but mm. i i actually didn't like look up into this i should have done my research but i kind of came into this uh episode yeah. with we should just like see where this leads us um one Punch Man is well regarded by anime fans who were looking for a kick-ass, balls-to-the-wall, high-octane kind of um, fighting anime, which sure. it is. But that was... like One Punch Man also communicated an incredible amount of comedy yes. through its... Through its uh, through through its anime and, and like through the manga as well um if anything like it's like a, a fighting anime first and a comedy anime second i might even put it reversed yeah it might it might it might straddle more towards comedy at a, in a lot of episodes this mob psycho even more so it, yes. it feels like they were cooking a lot of the ideas in one punch man but weren't fully ready to commit everything has to be a gigantic fucking joke and in mob psycho 100 they just they just they 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 maximized the amount of comedy they could put in like yeah. that that became very forward in the presentation i think to to your point i think that it's like it's like one punch man opens the door to subvert a shonen style anime and this yeah. show like this show like runs through it full speed like joking about it the whole time like it just can't help itself but like want to mess with the your expectations as an audience of what you're you're kind of going to get from a show like this it's it's very they're very good in tandem they actually work really well as like a two different representations of the same idea it's very clear that they were both created by the same person. Yeah. The same person. One is really good at um, finding this. One is really good at setting up the expectations of a regular shonen thing and then subverting it. Or setting up the expectations of a coming-of-age story and then subverting it with the case of Mob Psycho. Yeah, and the best moments of the show are the moments where you're it's building towards one of those typical moments, like those anime fight scenes that you're sort of expecting from this show, and then it will subvert it so hard in some very subtle way, and it will just it's every time that happens in the show, I I had just the biggest smile on my face because it was such yeah. a funny like. There's several moments where I was just audibly laughing out loud when I was expecting to be like you know edge of my seat like excited, but instead like it builds this incredibly funny sort of stop the seat in its tracks. Oh shit. Okay, so we're doing this now. Like God it's damn great. it. Yeah, we're we're probably going to end up just talking about all the different times in which that happens in the first yeah, two seasons and I'm really there for yeah, it. That's that's the best part of the show. I, I just went and watched one of my favorite ones just now and it, which it one? holds up. 
uh, self-defense rush. Oh, um, my, I literally wrote that's that my favorite. down. That's what I was thinking of when I was, oh my God, self-defense we'll, rush. We'll get there. We'll get there. We're, I'm not ready for it. We have to set the scene a little bit here. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> so so both, both seasons of this kind of do a similar thing where it is setting up the standard shonen trope of this kid has all the power in the world. He just has to access it. And the way that they mainly subvert that is that when we get to these high-conflict moments in the story, and we'll get into the more specifics in a second, but when we get toward those high-conflict moments where it's like, oh, man, he's going to have to bust out of his chains, the entire framework of the show leads mm-hmm. to that. Yep. We're constantly looking at our main character's emotions breaking free with this percentage meter. Mm-hmm. Like, even the intro to the first season heralds yeah. this is that we're counting up from zero, and once we get to 99, we see all of these psychics breaking free, and Mob, our main character, is, like, galactically outscaling every other psychic power in this setting. But the way the subversion works is that we we head into those moments where the power is going to break free, and then it doesn't. Yeah. He retains control or he snaps back into focus or some something happens that makes you feel like you were the dick for rooting for him to, you know, bust out and Super Saiyan. Like like that would have been the easy way out. Right, right. He they he actively works against sort of he want he wants you to sort of anticipate it, but then make you sort of Yeah, like you said, you want to sort of hate it when it's happening. I I love that the hundred percent doesn't always culminate in a anger emotion it can culminate in sadness or in friendship or like it it does there are there are other times where he doesn't he isn't violent at all he's just using it as a means of helping somebody it's a very cool it's a really cool mechanic and you're right the tension of watching that meter build up and you as an audience member you're getting excited and then you sort of realize i shouldn't be i shouldn't be rooting for this because this is traumatic for this kid to go through this like it's yeah it's very it's a very it's a very clever design for a show do you want to describe one of the examples where that happens? Yeah, so I actually wrote down uh, quite a few of them. Um. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. And, and this is the big, you know, subversion. Like, in the, in the literal sense of the word, this is the joke that this show communicates over and over again, is this big subversion. Is we're, we're heading to a climax that should feel cool and awe-inspiring, and instead, if that thing happens, it feels tragic. And if it doesn't happen, that feels triumphant. Yeah. Go ahead and uh, give the, me a moment. The, the one that I think really stands out is like it's towards the end of the second season when he when he goes one hundred percent and goes friendship instead of anything else, and it's he helps the guy who has the so uh, I didn't write his name down. I should have, but the guy who has uh, anxiety and he's been a shut in for fifteen years, oh, and in yeah, that moment, yeah, yeah. all he does is pass his feelings back on to him, and it, like instead of like it culminating in this huge fight sequence, which is what every other anime would have done in that situation, just villainize the bad guy and sort of made the good good guy look like a hero. Instead, it completely flips it almost immediately, and the bad guy in that scene becomes an ally to to the, the main character, and it, it's such a such a great like it's really sad and really ha- it's like it's it's both simultaneously really upsetting to watch what that guy's gone through and very triumphant to watch mob identify with that. Cause he's also experienced yeah. feelings of complete isolation. It's just really cool to see. I really like it because again, so many other shows would just resort to violence in that situation. And he just shows such restraint. And when he actually uses the violence, like yeah, mob only mob has. So the other ones that are in the show are rage, sadness, animosity, um, gratitude, which is my favorite. That's I haven't talked Mwah. about gratitude yet. That's the chef's kiss. Uh, obsession, 
friend, friendship and then question mark question mark question mark is the is the last one that we see quite a few times but the yeah. uh, the gratitude one is incredible and the the high point for the show for me across both seasons easily. i'm getting shivers up my spine just thinking <laughs> it's, about it's it like so good. <laughs> we're probably going to spoil all of it by the way yeah yeah this is this is un- it's hard to talk about the show without giving away a lot this is just going to be one of those things where we just want to talk about a thing because we love it so much yeah um yeah, yeah and so um I had a few thoughts. I'm just trying to keep up mm-hmm. with my own thought process here because yeah, I'm, so, I'm so because ge- because you probably went through the same thing where you're like, yeah. I'm gonna get the t- opportunity to talk about it. I want to talk about it the most. Yep. So you probably have a bunch of different tributaries of, of conversation that you want to go down. It's also because this show does that, where it's hitting you with like a thousand things at once at times. Like it's because it's, it's just... very overstimulating. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's not the kind of show you could watch in the background in any way. You. Are, it's the show that. I mean, I watch it in Japanese, so I'm obviously paying attention. But like, it's not yes. a show you're putting on in the background and sort of. Oh yeah. Vibing out to it is. A no, no, no. Very I, active viewing experience. <laughs> it's why I didn't want to like. It's why I, I didn't get up the urge to like rewatch it until mm-hmm. like yesterday. Is because sure. just like I had to do other shit on my computer. Sure. And like I knew I needed to focus on this. And by the way, it's in no small part helped by the fact that the dub is not that great. I have yeah. I watched two episodes of the dub and decided I was out immediately. I, I think I recommended to you watching the uh, with watching the sub. If you did, and, you were, and I did that for One Punch Man as well. Um, that yes. I watched the, the the sub, and I thought it was much better. I, I I've tried watching the dub on both, and I yeah yeah. And I'm a person who loves dubs. Hmm. Uh, so you know. I don't. You know, it's, that, it's hard to say that. why that is. I think in this show, I think it's the sort of the over to the top nature of the show for me as a viewer in English. When they're when they're when I can understand what they're saying, it feels even. It sort of takes it too far over the top. Whereas if it's in, if there's a language barrier there, I can at least sort of. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know why it works so much better for me as an audience member. But I just, yeah, sub was much this better a, for me in this. This is a very fantasy setting, mm-hmm. and not yeah. merely in the fact that they're psychics. That's almost immaterial. Like it's a fantasy setting in that everything feels a little damn bizarre yeah for sure like yeah. all the time it's surreal constantly things that are happening just make no sense there's there's constantly a sort of sense of the the reality that they live in is very loose it's <laughs> there's a lot there's yes. not a lot of rules to it <laughs> that's a good way to put it yeah there's not a lot of rules in this world <laughs> there's just cults all over the place the body improvement club is oh. like constantly oh my god prowling around as a five-man like like a like a like a biker gang but the good version of it we have not talked about them yet. I wrote Heaven's them down Angels. like five. I wrote them down like five times. Body Improvement Club is very important. Um, they are like a lot of what works about the show is embodied in that in that group of characters. Actually, absolutely. Yeah. No, but that that's the thing is that like from One Punch Man, you got the feeling like okay, it's it is subverting a bit, but it is also playing into those shonen tropes of mm-hmm. we want to see Saitama kicking ass. Yeah, and this. This show, Mob Psycho, kind of raises the stakes even further on the subversion because the standard in a shonen anime is, I want to be the strongest. Yeah. You know, yeah. even One Punch Man, I want to be the strongest, is like the constant refrain that mm-hmm. Saitama uses to like express this, this loneliness at the top. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they are companion pieces in more ways than one, both animation, comedy, tone, but also theming. Like this notion of elitism. And being at the top necessarily separating you from everyone else, like that—that's yeah. the thing that um, the main antagonist in the second arc. Yeah, that, yes, you're right, yeah. The, the second antagonist, the main, main antagonist in the second season, he is the the shonen trope, like embodied. Like he is that exact idea. He wants to be the most powerful, and everyone else bores him. Is I actually yeah. love this as an like 
I've noticed this very distinctly that every single antagonist in the show essentially wants to be the strongest and every single protagonist is sort of okay with just existing in the way that they are and not trying to gain power, but rather just seek personal happiness. I, I, I yeah. actually really like that in this. That works really well. And that's what makes the secondary theme of this so compelling is that not only does relying on your inherent talents separate you from everyone else necessarily, mm-hmm. uh, it's also not that impressive if you're relying on them. Like, like it, right. it, it holds you back. It, it's the whole arrested development thing. Like, how long have you been using these powers as a crutch? And it is why our protagonist is a boy who has all of the powers, but doesn't really want to use them because it would be taking the easy way out or because it's not going to lead to a fulfilling life. Like, he understands something very important about this setting. Yeah. Kind of before all of the antagonists come around to it. Um, and it is what makes us root for him and make us sad when he gives into the power. It's why him running with the Body Improvement Club and struggling is an incredibly great thing to keep showing because it shows that he's working hard at something that he could just easily do without any effort at all, but he chooses the hard route instead of taking the easy way out. Yeah, and he is like, he's he's pathetically bad at anything that <laughs> isn't psychic powers. He's terrible at it. I, they always have him sweating. Uh, they, it's like a very constant anime, animation thing that they do. They have him sweating just <laughs> just all the time. Oh, it's yeah. He, 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 like, they, they're very intentional about, like, making him look kind of fucking pathetic. They always like, like he's if, <laughs> if he bit. was in any other anime, you'd be like, oh, God, give that guy a drink. But in this <laughs> anime, you're like, yeah, fucking go, man. <laughs> I mean, go that's, a, that's a fitting transition. Do you know why he's named Mob? I, lo- I looked this up. Uh, Mabu. Uh, I don't know. So apparently the name Mob in the show is supposed to represent that he looks like a generic anime background character. He does not look oh. like... He's like a part of the mob is essentially what the, the, name, yeah. the name is. So he's supposed to look really... No- like he looks like a normal kid. He's not, you know... He's not flashy in his appearance by default until he goes 100%. And then he, his animation style basically changes every time. But his yeah. animation is like very basic in this show. And I, I love that about him too. He looks like just a kid. He looks like a middle school kid. Yeah, and he is a middle yeah. school kid. Like <laughs> yeah. the, the parts where we feel good about him is when he's like gonna go run a marathon and not do that well at it. <laughs> exactly. Or That's going great. to karaoke with friends. Yep. Like it's you know the parts where we fe- where we you know really respect him are the parts where he's just a normal kid trying to trying to do his life yeah that's great or the or walking home from school with a girl like we're like excited for him and that you know it's yeah. It's, it's, yeah it's really those scenes are really great those are it's kind of the most heartwarming part of the show it's really those are really good moments yeah yeah um i you, you we're 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 pretty much in it now yeah yeah we're pretty much we're pretty much in the show in the characters proper now we might we might as well do it are we t- are talking about reagan we, I mean, <laughs> you mean the greatest character maybe ever the greatest, in anime? <laughs> the greatest <laughs> psychic of our generation. He's just the, the best. Small boo. Yeah. <laughs> I just rewatched the episode where he breaks into the claw hideout. Uh, breaks in God. is kind of a misnomer. Yeah, yeah, he the way walks it articulate, in the front door. <laughs> he walks to the front door and like everyone just because he's so charismatic and has he he, he looks like he belongs. Uh, uh, 
it's kind of like the, the the best key is a is is an attitude. Yep. You know, yep. like you can open so many doors just by <laughs> acting like you belong there. <laughs> I mean, that's literally his shtick for two seasons straight. That's all he does the entire time. He's yeah, it's incredible and, to watch how many characters in this show end up wanting to respect him or work for him, despite knowing that he's a fraud. Most characters know that he's oh, yeah. a fraud, and they yeah, still respect up. him. <laughs> and we do, too. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we he's, know he's a fraud from the start, but we don't care. He's a con man, and yet you love him. It's such a, it's such a, <laughs> such a great dynamic. He's incredible. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's very Lupin in that way, is that oh, yeah. he's getting yeah. by on char- charisma and not much else. Yeah, he can just uh, talk his way out of any problem, basically, is what he decides through the show. I just watched the one where he, he you know, fast-talks all of the members of of Claw in order to get access into their building. Yep. And all he does is be like, uh, I'm, man, I, I, I don't know why you guys are all blocking my way. Are you all psychics, too? How did he know that? <laughs> Somebody usually tells me when something is up. Why is he talking like that? Oh, my gosh. He must be important. Uh, you guys gotta let me buy my subordinate is in there. Subordinate? Who, is he talking about our boss? Is he this guy like the CEO of our organization? And like I, he just like walks through and he's like, "What are these guys doing here? Oh, they're our prisoners. You can't kidnap people. You can't That's lock a crime. people up." Yeah. <laughs> We're sorry, we didn't know. <laughs> he hasn't done any psychic things. Yeah. He's just talking about it like he owns, he owns the scene. He just commands authority in any room he walks into. It's it's great. He's it's, so fun. I cannot believe how much how much fun this character. I I'm sure that he when he was writing Reagan, he was just like, "This is incredible." But that gimmick that gimmick you just described of him talking his way through everything does not get tired once. I mean, I could watch a whole show of just him doing that. Him and Dimple as running a business together would be just the best show of all time, I think. <laughs> and he's also, like, a really good, um, he's really a good vessel for mm-hmm. the theme of, you know, yeah, yeah. The, of, of power does not define you. Because he has no power. <laughs> he has no psychic ability. The only reason he can see Dimple is because Mob charged yeah. him up at one point. Yep. <laughs> but, like, he can't do anything. He can't do shit. And it doesn't matter at all. He has the, the respect of every top-tier psychic in, on the planet. <laughs> at the end of the second season, one of the ultimate five comes and works for him as an intern. Like, I mean, come, come on. That's, it's so fun. That's his, that's his power in this show. It's, he's, it, th- what we're not saying is that the other thing that really works about him is that he's an incredibly heartwarming figure for Mob. And it, their relationship is like really the heart of the show overall it's it's well he's the one who says the the quiet part of the show out loud which is like that you don't need he's the one who tells mob these powers are just a party you're still a person like don't let them define you but also don't ignore them like you can do a lot of good with this it's kind of up to you um yeah he's he's such a great figure for mob in the show it's such a you know what he he reminded me of is i don't know if you've ever seen this my guess is not it's not as popular and it's a while back uh, great teacher Onizuka. I have not seen this. It's an anime wherein uh, a 25-year-old or so is hired as the homeroom school teacher for mm-hmm. this group of like legendarily delinquent children. He doesn't really have any great teacher skills. He's just like a little older than them and knows how to prioritize the important things in life. You know how to take it easy yeah, and not yeah. let not sweat the small stuff. And these delinquents are all like some hybrid of like traumatized geniuses and like uh, you know uh, badasses from broken family. They're all kind of the the psychics in claw almost. Like these people have been 
charged with something in their youth that makes that that causes them to uh, craft a very narrow identity for themselves. Like mm-hmm. they might excel in these certain ways, but they also lack the broad scope of you know growing up that is necessary for them. And the teacher, GTO, great teacher Onizuka, just kind of <laughs> shows them that they're they don't have to rely on these very narrow windows to define themselves. Sure, they're, they're you can, you can well, just be a person. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's hard to tell if Reagan actually knows anything or if he's just incredibly confident and just sort of winging it as he goes along. But his advice is generally very simple for Mob. He just tries to convince Mob to be a good person, look out, look out for his own interests, run when he's in danger, don't provoke yeah. fights. Like he, just, All of his lessons are so simple, but I think it's just the idea that... I mean, there's the scene where he meets Mob originally, but... All so he re- cute. All he really does is just listen to Mob. Like, that's all that is, like, believe him and just listen to him for, you know, a couple of minutes. And that meant so much to that kid who had, had not felt any of that. It's such a... Yeah. Such a simple relationship that works so well and it's continued to develop. It develops over the course of... Yeah, it's it's a great dynamic. Yeah. It's, it's, like, the, it's the heart of the show and it's by far the most successful part of the show. It's so good. And, yeah. and you get, do get the feeling, like, all of these other psychics probably mob could turn out like them where yeah. they're like megalomaniac because everybody else in the show tells him you should define yourself by your psychic powers sure i one of my favorite arcs and it's in the first season and mm-hmm. i like this is when i really started like really getting into the show was the hanazawa arc yeah yeah hanazawa is a great character for for this yeah he is like the the titular like ace in school yep. but he is the ace because he uses his psychic power to be good at sports uh he's much more stylish mm-hmm. you know because he can keep up with the current trends because he uses powers for money mm-hmm. he uses his powers to be good at school he is the ace and eventually he takes it personally that mob doesn't use his powers for all this because it's it's revealing his weak it's that classic fight club his lie reflected my lie kind of thing mm. only in reverse like he is not relying on all these things and it's making me realize how reliant i've been on my psychic power like without these psychic powers i'm nothing yeah yeah and it's it, yeah that is one of those great moments where like he is throwing everything at mob and mob could fight back and with choos- his psychic just powers just choosing not to yeah but when he does choose to fight back, <laughs> it's just a weak little punch just from his normal fist. Uh, it's, and it's one of the, that's one of those great anti-climax yeah. moments where just, like, Hanazawa has, like, taken it to him. He's pinned him against the wall. He's, like, threatening to kill him. He's red in the face. And Mob is, like, choking from exhaustion and just gives this, like... Yeah. This basic little punch in the face, like a school kid would, like I'm, a kid who is going through a regular school kid fight. I'm pretty sure Mob does go 100 percent during that scene, but it's sadness. It's not. It's never. It's never manifests in violence or anger in any way. It's just yeah. that he's sad. He just and that's and all it's he not has. really a choice. Yeah. He's not choosing to go 100. No, no. Yeah, I mean, I don't think it I don't just, think in any scene he's choosing it in the show at any point. I, I, I believe. I don't think there's any, ever shown a conscious decision. He almost to... does, and Reagan pulls him back from it. Uh, no, okay, that, that's fair. That is the one scene. <laughs> that's true. And, that, and it's amazing. Yeah, yeah. Should we talk and about that scene? Are we into... there yet, or should we wait? Yeah, we might as well. Like, we're just going to talk about a series of scenes, so okay. we're already in it. So the first season culminates in Mob being kidnapped by Claw, right? Doesn't he get kidnapped? Yeah. Okay. And, and Reagan comes in and tries to break him out, and then the, the sort of the ensuing confrontation on their way out of the building... You know, the, the, the members of Claw all come and swarm them, and Mob is put in the position where he has to 
get murderous intent, I think is the name of the 100% that he explodes yeah. into there. He, he And everyone around him is telling him, and he is telling himself, I need the only way through is power. The yeah. only way through is to accept that I have to be the stronger psychic. Even Hanazawa, who he had converted to, you know, his way of thinking was telling him that, you know, this you don't have a choice sometimes, you just have to do this. Like, you just... Yeah, which you can imagine that being a nuanced position for the show to take. Of, yeah. like, sometimes you do have to rely on your power. But there's this... But Reagan is there, and there's this moment. It's it's a literal... Def, the Like, the scene stops. It cuts on, like, a, a note. Like, he, he grabs him by the face, and the scene just completely halts. Like, it just... There's this like it's it's like a slap in the face for the audience. It You're is. Like, Holy shit! Like what what just happened to me as an audience member? Like we were so ready for him to Hulk out. Yeah, right. You it like reverberates through the whole the whole show at that second. It's such a it's so powerful when it happens. And the animation yeah. being that nuts for the you know mob being a psychic badass sequences yeah. have conditioned us to know all the subtle iterations in the animation mm -hmm. like you know the focus changes we get a different color palette he starts kind of going wispy yeah for sure psychic yeah, yeah. a bunch of like weird little black tendrils his eyes go sunken like we know what it looks like when he's about to hulk out and reagan slaps him <laughs> in the face and it it also slaps all of the animation back to the normal style. Yeah, right. And it like, just it like, like shocks the show back into to a sense of normalcy, and then proceeds to go completely nuts from there. But well, now that all the tension is released, yeah. we're like, okay, we were gearing up for this great shonen moment. Yeah. Now the tension's all released. There's the joke, and now we're just gonna we're just gonna be goony for a while. They, they, and and that they do. Reagan inherits. I think it's a thousand percent Reagan in that scene. Is what the what yeah the, yeah the tagline breaks, is. Yeah, beyond the impossible. He, he takes all of Mob's power and uses it against the members of Claw. And just, I mean, just <laughs> funny. There's the guy with the sword who he tells everyone is a plastic sword. And Reagan gets hit by it and goes, oh, I guess it really was a plastic sword. Like, there's just... <laughs> yeah. there's just <laughs> and he, like, breaks it. He's yeah. like, you shouldn't show... Even if it's plastic, you shouldn't, like, wave it around. And all the music is so goony and jokey at this point. It's just... Right. It, and it that's takes... so good for the theme, too, because yeah. these are just children who never grew up because they were defined by that very narrow perspective yeah. on their power. And all of them hulking out and Reagan just no-selling them <laughs> and being like... What are you doing? Like, what are these soap bubbles? Yeah, it's so, it's so <laughs> and just talking down to them, being like, "Guys, it is grow up." It is an incredible <laughs> children. Moment. It's so it's so good. I I watched this shit, the first season twice. I watched it by myself, and then I watched it with my wife. And I on the second viewing, I was so excited for it to happen. You could just you could feel it building, and she just yeah. she just started laughing like like a mad person like it's it's so funny when it happens it's just it is it is it's incredible it is and, and it and it actually shows real compassion it, it's both it's why the, it's why it works so well it's both funny and also like really relieving as an audience member you're like yeah you wow. don't want mob to have to resort to right murderous you know, intent this, you're not you're not yeah. looking forward to mob getting blood in his hands and cuz he would regret it afterwards and he would feel terrible yes. like as a character so like us getting yeah. the comic relief and the relief for the character. It's such a great it's such a great moment. It's actually it's, it's sort of beautiful. Like I don't really know how they got it that is. they get that so right. It's such a such an thing that most shows would get that wrong. Most shows would go the first route where they would have him have to do it. He would you know, he the decision would not he would be out of his hands. He would just have to Yeah. I I looked a little bit online for like reception for this show mm -hmm. and anything that was critical or personal, like a like yeah. popular vote. 
like I, I have yet to see somebody who has watched this show and doesn't think it's amazing. It would be hard to if you're familiar with anime. I think if you were if you were not it, yeah, if you were it, a newcomer or if you were like a total like sort of online weeb, like I guess I could see it. <laughs> but yeah, I just it's such a someone with a broad appreciation of media in general. I think we'll see. It's such positive storytelling. The show ultimately, yeah. like, even though it deals with trauma and loss quite a bit. It's such a positive slant on a lot of that stuff, and it's really about acceptance of a lot of different people's way of lives and stuff. It's it's a very like, it's a very positive project. I, I, I was, it was nice to watch in today's media where I, I feel like we just get negative. So it's our you know, society skews negative. It's really nice to see a positive perspective on stuff. Yeah, and, yeah. and like I I always value that in my anime things that are like we understand that everything's kind of gritty and grungy and shitty. Now. Yeah. So like, what if we just had a message that was kind of beautiful and good? This show, um, I, I would not yeah. say, is really gritty ever. It's it's sort of the opposite of that. It's, like, incredibly like legitimately, polished. The, and... the, the, the scene that we were just talking about is all of these big, bad, you know, <laughs> creepy-looking motherfuckers yeah. being talked down to by a man in a business suit, being like, what are you doing? What are these, shoulder pads? What are they for? For protecting my shoulders. You just thought it looked cool, didn't you? <laughs> that was a pretty good finger. Yeah, you, that, 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 he does do that. <laughs> oh, yeah. He, he gesticulates so wildly. His hand gestures so... when he's pulling out the card and stuff. Yeah, It's, it's insane. It's yes. so good. Oh, my God. I'm, I'm, I'm losing my shit. I want to talk about Reagan's special moves. Oh, I want to talk about his God. animations in general. Um, I also want to say, okay, let, let me pull it back because there is there is one criticism that I was able to levy in, mm-hmm. the, in the rewatch. Sure. And I guess it's at this point that, you know, we haven't spoiled too much of the second season. Mm-hmm. It's probably, if, if, if you haven't seen it, you should go I'm going it. to remark on a thing that I think will, will you, you should see the second season. I'm going to try to, ex, or, or both seasons, all three, I guess. I assume all three, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you should watch it yourselves, even though I'm spoiling it. I will be remarking on a thing that is like, maybe might cause you to see it a little bit more dismally. Hmm. Okay, let me let me just explain what I'm sure. saying here. Sure, yeah, yeah. In rewatching it, I realized how heavily the flow of the arc was relying on that tension and release that mm-hmm. we talked about. Yeah, yeah. The, the 100% and, and then the release of it, the idea you mean? Well, the, 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 not the release in that we're going 100%, but sure. like the release in that we're subverting this normally catastrophic situation with comedy. Mm-hmm. And to me, when I was watching it again, I still loved it. Like, it's still just an incredibly fun time. Mm -hmm. But nothing could really compare to the first time that I saw that mob punching Hanazawa with no psychic powers behind it. Sure. Nothing could really compare to the time when I saw Reagan slap mob in the face and pull him. It, It is like a magic trick that they're playing. Yeah. It is like a joke that you're being told the first time. It will never hit exactly as good the second time around because of the nature of the storytelling. Sure, you kind of you kind of know what the joke's going to be, and you're sort of looking for. You it can and... see this. Yeah, you can see the secret behind it. That's true. I, I would say I overall agree. I like I said, I thought the friendship one from the second season worked quite well with the guy who had been the shut, and I thought that was a pretty good subversion. Although I. You're right. I, I did anticipate that happening. I didn't expect them to fight, but I and was, I'm not I, saying it's not enjoyable yeah, the second yeah. time around. Th- yeah. This show is very dense, so you'll find it's one of those shows where you're gonna watch it and see a bunch of different things your sixth or seventh time around. Yeah, but so much of the emphasis is on these inflection points where we've built up tension to an unbearable level, mm-hmm. and then we, 
I think the best way to showcase this is the self-defense rush Self-defense rush is really a good one, actually. <laughs> so to explain it, um, did, did you want to take it? Or oh, no, I? you go ahead, you go ahead. All right, all right. So to explain it, uh, over the course of the first season and the first half of the second season, we have sort of converted all of these lesser psychics to our side. Everyone in Claw now works with Mob and Hanazawa and all of their group of little guys mm-hmm. under Reagan's impeccable tutelage. And they are going to uh, corner the big boss. The big boss's right-hand man is this teleporting psychic who is by far more powerful than any one of these psychics. And over the course of, I'm not kidding, at least like a 10-minute fight, yeah. which is enormous for an anime that is this... Is this... Um, is this expressive in its right visually scenes. complex with the way it animates fight scenes that, that that's, yeah that's a lot that's a lot for 10 minutes there's a lot going on it's insane yeah um and we have like no less than 10 lesser psychics trying to pin this teleporting guy down and they do it barely they force him into a corner wherein he's like okay i actually have to put my game face on i'm gonna block out everything <laughs> that isn't psychics that i have to fight and it's at that point that he sees this enormous tremendous amount of energy slowly godzilla walking toward him and they're all like oh shit that's mob here he comes and the guy is like this could be tricky i'm gonna and then out of nowhere (laughs) the scene pans out and you just see reagan calmly walking up to him and then all of a sudden self-defense rush he just like pummels the fucking guy Can I can I read? I wrote down what self defense rush is described as when it happens. One of his special moves, where when he's unsure if it's really self defense, he yells out "self defense" just in case. And it freeze frames, and we see this guy who has been giving all of our comrades the, the hardest time, and who has just been faced with somebody who might rival him in power. We just see him like just just. It's not glamorous. No. He just gets the shit punched out of him. <laughs> I really like it because, like, two minutes earlier, that character consciously said, I'm blocking out all non-psychic energy. I cannot, I, I'm blinding myself to anything but their psychic energy. So, like, Reagan, who has no powers at all, is invisible to him. So he can just <laughs> And they do right this up. thing, it, <laughs> and, and he explains it in, you know, this is something that happens constantly, and it never ceases to amaze me, that, um... Everybody who doesn't know Reagan's deal yet just is like, he's so powerful that I cannot detect his power. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's always the assumption that they make in this show. I have, can I read do, the other ones that, I wrote down? They um, do that in a second. Yeah, yeah. I want to say they do that in One Punch Man as well. Yeah. The character King. Yeah. King is the same joke a little bit. Is, is constantly like at one point in the manga, I read a little bit of this. Mm-hmm. Um, Atomic Samurai challenges King to use his sword to cut an apple uh, to show him his power. And not only does he not cut the apple, he can't even lift the sword. (laughs) And so he just puts the sword down and walks away. And the atomic samurai is just like, I don't believe it. He did it so fast and sheathed it so fast, I didn't even see it. And he cut the apple so cleanly that it didn't even separate (laughs) into two Still together. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, that is Reagan. That is what Reagan's joke is in the show. That's, yep. ba- that's basically his shtick. Uh, other ones that I liked. Anti-possession mm-hmm. jumping knee strike. That, 
Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, where he just he just completely <laughs> brings his knee up into the stomach of the guy who was possessed. That's a good one. Oh but, man. Hip hypnosis punch. Hypnosis where he punch. pretend he pretends to like hypnotize someone with a, a five yen coin and then just punches them while they're distracted. Uh a really good one is graphic exorcism where he photoshops things out of pictures for it's like this photo is haunted. <laughs> Hold on, I, I got will this. exercise the spirit. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, I got this. Uh, banishing salt punch. That one's pretty self-explanatory. Sounds great. Fistful assault punch to the face and uh, <laughs> anti-esper drop kick, where he drop kicks an esper as hard as he can. <laughs> so good. <laughs> Those are my favorite. That 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 joke never got old to me. I could have watched. They could have kept. They they could have done that a hundred more times, and I would have still been on board with that one. That one is yeah. It's funny every time. It, it's. It's incredible. And like everyone God. And and like the um the fake seriousness of the medium really yeah. lends itself to those jokes. Yes. Because it's it's communicated like a um like uh I don't know if you've seen Yu Yu Hakusho, mm -hmm. like Dragon of the Darkness yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like it's communicated on the screen like this is a special attack. Yep. And it's literally <laughs> running up to someone saying self-defense rush and then just beating the shit out of someone. Yeah. And then, like, the deadpan narrator coming in and is like, this is one of Reagan's special moves. <laughs> yes. I, yeah, I love the, the music they, treats they, it seriously. They freeze frame it. They, like, flash it over the screen. Uh-huh. This is a... And they're never repeated. Uh, no, they're... I've never... I think the... Um, yeah, I don't <laughs> think any of them... This is one of his special moves? What are you talking about? <laughs> I love the um, use of subtitles in the show i don't know where you watched it but the subtitles in the show are really cool because they like they translate the characters on screen a lot which i, re I really appreciate like instead of just having the dialogue being uh subbed they actually would show like so when they'd show like spirits and such consulting it would like the subtitles would be along the side that would you know yeah. kind of look like how the sign would actually look in english it was very that was a very cool visual touch for me it's just that somebody doesn't speak japanese i always like knowing what the signs say because they often don't translate that for the audience so yeah, yeah. I, I i totally agree um, really nice i think touch. that they I, I agree. I would love to go back to One Punch Man and see if they did that as well. I don't think so. I, I don't remember seeing that I don't that think there. so either. Yeah, that, that may have just been a Studio Bones thing. It might be a Studio Bones yeah, thing. Yeah, they might just... But yeah, that was a really cool visual touch. It, it often was like almost... They do it in the same color, which is really visually satisfying. So they would like literally make... It looks like the sign. You know, like it was just a very subtle detail that I was... That I really liked quite a bit, actually. Yeah, that, that that's quite a bit of polish for... Yeah. For a show that is doing this many different things as loudly as it's doing them... Whew. Um, the fact that they still have the amount of polish after the fact, it it it, it kind of like leads you to believe that like they really understood. I mean, what it, this property was trying to communicate, and seasons were only every three years. You can kind of tell, like it, you can tell yeah. why it took so long to make something like this because it's just there's no way you could rush this project and have it have no. the same impact necessarily. Like you need the time and like the labor to produce this kind of animation. There's no way you can speed this process along. Yeah, yeah, and I would actually be really interested to see what the storyboarding process was like because oh we, we we had said it already. The arcs are very like the the seasons are very well self contained, but it's coming from a manga wherein it's a series of arcs that are presumably shorter. You could you could imagine that we were like, okay, we're gonna do the first three arcs as our first season. This is how we want to break it out. But yep. um, I haven't read the manga. I don't know how it was originally. I just know that they like. I don't. I guess I'm not really doing my research here. I don't know how much they preserve from the manga. My guess is a. 
a think, fair amount. I think it's of pretty faithful from what I understand. I didn't read the manga either. That's, but that's I... that. From what I have read, that is true. But I haven't read it myself. But like, for it to be that faithful and still communicate the comedy that well, yeah. It's very, it's very good pacing, is what you based on what you're like, just what you were saying. Like the arcs are not yeah. long at all in the show. There's, the claw arc is the only sort of overarching arching story across the whole show. But like most of the individual villains that he or villains I use very loosely here, but they're like two yeah. or three episodes long. They're not nothing is. They're just they're just psychics that have lost their way at times. Yeah, and or it's, ghosts that need to be set to rest. Like there's not really evil agents in this. Yeah, yeah. I am. Um, we haven't really talked about it all, but I really like. The sort of episodes where it's like a really basic, just them going out in a case kind of episode. Like, I, those are always a nice change of pace from like a sort of more serious tone of like Reagan and Mob get a sort of a silly job and like they have to go to the farm or like, you know, like really simple, like stories like that I think work really well on this show that it's just, you know, that it's, it's a comfortable world to hang out in. They do a good job of establishing place very quickly. Like, I, yeah. They definitely do. And I would never like treat, I guess this is the mark of, um, this is this is kind of the fatal flaw of doing certain arcs so well and doing mm-hmm. the those inflection points so well. Yeah, yeah. Is that in my re in my rewatch, I'm kind of looking forward to the self defense rush to the point where I can't really fully enjoy right the cases. Yeah, you can't be like Mob and Reagan are going to the country. This isn't like like you know or he there. You, you probably don't remember the episode where they hung out with the college students who wanted them to go and exercise oh where they cross-dressed yeah 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 like that's like a very that's like a very self-contained plot in that episode but i really like it it just works it's a very solid 30 minute episode it's very well it does work well i think i was so enraptured with like the broader themes Mm -hmm. and like those inflection points that i couldn't help in my rewatch sure just kind of fast forward to the cool bits Yeah, yeah and that's that's not against the other segments it's just you know another mark of quality again you're going to get the jokes the best the first time. You're also going to get the surrounding minor arcs better the yeah. first time you watch it because you're not constantly looking forward to those pieces. Right. You're not looking forward to the scene where, yeah, where Reagan slaps Mob in the face. Like, you know, like there's, yeah, you're, God you're damn right. It. <laughs> it's, it's still so good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, we haven't talked about Body Improvement Club. I want to make sure I bring them up. <laughs> yes, yes, please. I, I really, I, I mean, it's hard to express how much I love them as characters in this show, but. They represent so much what works about this this entire show as a whole because they could be you know I, Mob joins them after the like second episode right I think it's pretty early on he joins them and they could be like the kind of body shaming group that you sort of expect to see in a show like this where they're like oh you're weak you can't hang out with us you know like you can't run with us but in well that's all that's all internal though like none of that is on the page right. It's just that's what we expect from Shonen. Right. Like, and these guys are built like meatheads. Yeah, but it's the opposite. They are warm and affectionate and kind to him and really only ever seek to make Mob's life better, which is just... It, they're they're so... It, it's, oh, what What's the word? Supportive. What's the inverse of toxic masculinity? Because that's what they are. That's They are literally like, they could be toxic masculinity embodied, but instead they yeah. sort of completely tweak it and go the... Come op, they run so hard the opposite direction. It's, it's incredible. It's, it's that... It's... They're the guys from that meme where the um, the nerdy kid is asking on message boards something kind of 
kind of uh kind of innocent mm-hmm. and then three buff guys at a computer are just like super heartwarming <laughs> super supportive like hey man hey king don't worry about it you got this because <laughs> like they're just they're just very affirmative and supporting and they're just like huge jacked dudes every time they show up to try to help him out it's great every time it's funny every time when dimple possesses yeah. the leader of the body improvement club there's no judgment yeah it's, it's just it's... like oh no he he, he passed out get him to a safe thing. you know get him to some shade get him get him some water like they never are like oh geez again no they're just like we gotta help this guy out i'm not even sure they ever react to his psychic powers which i think is really interesting they never even make mention of it like i don't don't care right that's 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 incredible that's such a cool it's such a cool idea in a show that everyone else just obsesses over mob's abilities they don't ever even consider it they are just like they are nearly reagan-esque in their wisdom that's true they are they are pretty close those two are in tandem are just such great male figures in his life and such yeah. a nice such, again just such a nice inversion of the toxic masculinity i associate with this well, genre. the genre the toxic masculinity on the one hand and the con artist on the other like yeah yeah that's if true you just look at the if you just look at it on the page is you got some buff gym bros and a con artist uh, yeah. like these are probably not good <laughs> yeah, patriarchal yeah. role models but in uh. fact I just in lesser hands, they would be such a, a, a not fun thing to look forward to. But I, I genuinely, every time I show up, I, I would smile because I was just like, yes, these guys are here. Everything's going to be okay. <laughs> and I'll also point out just like that is another one of the inflection points in the second episode. The whole episode is like, is he going to join the telepathy club? Yeah, yeah. You know, because like he's like, I don't know if I really want to. And like, you know, Reagan is trying to talk him through. It's like, do you want to join? No, not really. Why don't you just tell him that you can't join? Okay, like, you know, the whole thing is just, like, trying to get him to make up his mind about something. And then finally, you know, we don't really care how it shakes out as long as he can be firm in his decision. And he's firm in his decision, and he takes a third option. (laughs) I will join the... I will join the Body Improvement Club. (laughs) (laughs) Such a good bait and I like that those two share a room, the telepathy club of just complete slackers who like to play video games and eat snacks like it's yeah and they're just like we just need a place to put our weights yeah (laughs) you can use this place it's fine but their relationship's pretty good and this you know we haven't we haven't said it in general but i think the side characters work quite well in this show across the board i like most of the side characters quite a bit even if we haven't even mentioned his brother uh that's true that's true we have that's like one of the core relationships that he relies on but that just goes to show how many relationships there are it's very so dense it's a very dense show there's a lot there's a lot to parse in any episode of the show there's yeah but yeah that's true his, his parents are a pretty interesting relationship in the show as well i, I love his parents yeah. like the quintessential this is a psychic thing is bending spoons yeah and the first time we see him bending spoons he's trying to eat curry and can't because he accidentally <laughs> bends the spoon and his mom is like you've ruined another spoon like, <laughs> yeah, like they're yeah. treating it like an inconvenience it's very funny yeah she's I, I i like that the framing of them as well that they initially could seem to be like they sort of like it's almost friendly like they don't support Mob initially, but you find that that's not the case pretty soon after that. They go to his uh, his yeah. marathon he runs where he can't. That's so that's so cute. Yeah, that they're like rooting him on and they're like, he's not in last place. Like, you know, like they're excited that he's It's so still, cute. He's pushing through. It's awesome. Yeah, that's really great. And we kind of don't care how he does because like the point is he went and tried. Right, he did it. He, he's, he's doing it. Like he's, And he didn't crack the top ten. It doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, and his, and his younger brother who... I think does crack the, crack the top ten. They like yeah. they're just like yeah he does that like. <laughs> I, I also love like the 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 dynamic between him and Ritsu where like Mob has exactly one talent and he's insanely good at it, mm-hmm. but he rejects it because yeah. he wants he doesn't see it as like an appropriate avenue for happiness. 
and Ritsu has everything else. Yep. But all he gets tunnel vision on this psychic power stuff. And because of that tunnel vision, because he's trying to define himself solely by this one dynamic, it doesn't even matter how good he is at it. The point is, he's defining himself by a single metric, and that's just not the way to be a successful, well-rounded person. Like It's something that Mob gets and Ritsu doesn't, yeah. despite the fact that Ritsu is good at everything and Mob is good at nothing. It's it's. Yeah, that's true. That's a good. That's a really good point. Yeah, I, I hope that if they in the yeah. third season when I do watch it, I hope they explore their relationship a little more. I feel like that's one part of the show I'd like to see some more time spent on. That is there. I I kind of agree that we don't really need the third season, but I also agree that we didn't need the second season. Yeah, yeah. Like it, it was, you know, they just, it's just more, more texture to the consistent messaging of don't, def, it's, it's, it's okay to embrace your strengths, but don't define yourself by them. Yeah. No, it's, um, I, I'm sure I'll watch it. I, I have a strong suspicion I'll watch the third season at some point. I, oh yeah. This was a, tr- a treat to watch. I like try to save it for, you know, a time when I'm not, I don't know what else to watch. This is such a, such a great show. I, you know, I want to save it for a rainy day and really digest it. It's so goddamn it. Yeah. good. Yeah. yeah. It was very good. Let's see if I missed anything else in my notes. Um. Mentioned opening credits. I mean, we should talk about the intros. Oh yeah, the, the I mean, we talked about them briefly, but the intros are spectacular in the show. Like they are, they are overwhelming in every good way. It's it's one of those intros where like I want to listen to it all the time, so I'll have it on on my on my phone, <laughs> yeah. like walking around doing stuff. But I also want to watch it when I listen to it, so I end up just looking at my phone. <laughs> just like end up looking down and be like, okay, what am I going to see this time that I didn't see yeah. last time? Okay, Hanazawa, Cactus, yeah. Wig, yeah. got it. <laughs> yeah, it's just that is a I didn't I didn't like the ending credit sequence nearly as much, unfortunately, in either season. I but the the opening credits really stood out to me. I honestly don't remember the ending. Uh, you know, that's actually the first season's ending credits is uh, it shows uh, Reagan's like walk to work and from like this weird sort of charcoal and. And white page kind of animation perspective, oh, which, yeah. which I do yeah, like. Yeah, no, it doesn't. But it it is definitely not. No, the the opening credits are just. I, I can't even. I'm so the the thing I want to watch the third I'm season so for is just them. for that. I want to see the third season's opening credits like really bad. <laughs> Every time I like th- like I was consistently listening to the theme mm-hmm. to Mob Psycho Hundred first season until the second season dropped. <laughs> It was like I was like this. Yeah, yeah. I played Super Smash Brothers until Melee dropped. Yeah, like, same I kind just, of idea. Like, and then I was like enamored with the new one. Hmm. Like I honestly don't know which one. I think I like the second season intro even better. I probably if only agree. because. Yeah, there's there's it and what I love about the second season intro, the first season intro is this. It kind of does the same thing that the whole show does is the first season intro, it builds you up to 99%. We're about to explode. Yep. The second season intro does the same thing. We get all the way to 99.9%. And in the first season intro, we saw Mob go from his regular animation style to his question mark, question mark, question mark animation style. In the second season, it does the reverse. Hmm. He's calming down from that high. I didn't even notice that. That's awesome. Go look at it quick and like... You'll notice right at the end, right when they're closing up. Bum, 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 oh yeah, he does. Like You're right. He goes from his like crazy powerful form yeah. back to the normal kid, and then the words "Your life is your own play across." Yeah, like, it's, yeah, it's mwah. very, very good. That's a really cool. I'm sure they spent a long time on that that piece of it because it's such a such a dense minute and a half. Yeah, it's, it's incredible. And like well I done. said, this the the entire second intro is like a uh, like a history of animation. Hmm. Like it 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 starts with like this stop motion janky. Yeah. Kind of shit. It goes through like kaleidoscopic 
motion. It does like this weird like rotoscoping behind yeah. a screen. Yeah, it's... Uh, it does the wave, which is essentially animation with people. Like it just <laughs> that's true. Just, yeah, like, I, I love. We the have effect a lot of, to. S- I love the effect of the wave of people say. popping up, kind of back and forth across the screen. Oh, yeah. that's very very cool in that in that intro actually. I mean, to say nothing of the fact that the intro, that the, the music is just fucking incredible. Yeah, they really go all out on that one. It's very. You know, I was gonna say the one thing I really don't find the show has is music during the episodes that stands out though. In the, oh man, I do not feel that. Interesting. Way. I, I I wasn't listening for it enough. I think is what I, I should go back and listen for it because I just did not notice the music during the episodes. There, I think the, the I think like it, it. You know, I almost couldn't hear it. Mob, the mob, visual, psych, right? mob Psycho dot text again. The theming of the show, the music that stood out to me and like made its presence known the most was the walking around music. The we're just fucking around at Reagan's place. Yeah, just like the kind of no one should trust this guy kind of music. Like, like this is, like this is like the windows are shuttered kind of place. Yeah, um, that music do really goes along. But also, there's there's some weird like theremin music for the mob going crazy sequences. But... There there is a really intent and the reason that you're not bringing it to mind is because it doesn't sound like anything else it's also because i think there's just so much visual noise going on that my ears probably can't even process the music that i'm hearing because there's just my brain's like holy shit what what is happening right now it's it's one of those things where like if you listen to the track in isolation you will see the animation you were looking at again yeah but you know it's it's that that synesthetic kind of like you're like when you smell broccoli you can taste it kind of thing or when you or when you hear the ocean you remember the last time you saw the like it, it's one of those things where sure. it like, gets stuck in your senses Interesting. i would recommend going and watching the OS, listening to the ost cuz like you you do remember these you just can't bring them to mind right now i i promise you yeah, you okay. remember I, these i will i will check you're that you're going to listen to the, you'll listen to this episode later and you'll be like oh that's what he was talking about how did i forget that <laughs> did you watch and i don't blame you did you watch the ova i don't i don't know if i'm using the term oh, correctly oh shit what was it called the, no, I don't think I did. Okay, okay, where they go to the the resort? No, I didn't. I recommend it. It's pretty good. It's it's a very um very casual adventure in this world, but it's an it's a nice little half hour in between episode between two and three. I think is what it's supposed to be. I, I, it's very good. It's a good like, it's a good sort of Reagan and the boys adventure. Like they're just you know they're just out and out doing something very casual. It's good. It's good. Nice. I, I wasn't sure. It, it like just started playing after I finished the second season, and I realized it was meant to be an in between episode, and I watched it pretty good they did that they did that for uh one punch man as well showing him like as a fledgling hero oh really um, i've not watched I, that yeah it, it it was like fine you yeah. know it was more one punch man i'm not going to turn my nose up at more one punch man i guess i just I, I treat it like the third season of mob psycho like i already feel so fulfilled that it's hard to imagine opening that up again but yeah. I probably will watch it at some point. Yeah, just to get the full I would say the OVA is not necessary in any way. It doesn't it, it enhance the story in any way. It just it just yeah. sort of continues what they were already doing. So I saw I see whisperings online that there was um, that they um, that they greenlit a Reagan spinoff. I think that is kind of misguided. I would be difficult without having some sort of emotional core to it, and I feel like without Mob, we're sort of missing the most redeeming part of Reagan in a lot of ways. Mob and Reagan's 
dynamic is so important yeah. to the story of Mob Psycho that I would I, I kind of agree. Like and it's it's remarked on in the second season, like without Mob Reagan kinda doesn't have anything. It's very directly shown in the second season that he feels incredibly lonely when he doesn't have Mob in his life. Yeah. He, he has and no he friends. has to work backward from that. Yeah. And he has to like reinvent himself. It's like, okay, well what am I at my core? And eventually when they reconcile, you're like, this this they did not take the easy way out here. Yeah. Like they, they went through the hard shit. There was like a big fight, and now we have kind of resolved this. We haven't really mentioned Dimple, but I really like Dimple on the show quite a bit as well. I think he's actually a very, um, I, I think his character is pretty well pretty well realized, and I think he actually has a pretty good arc across the first two seasons. I, I like him quite a bit. He's another good sort of foil for Mob that he looks at Mob and he can recognize his power, and he sort of sees the restraint Mob has, and it sort of teaches Dimple over time to sort of maybe absolute power isn't what I should be craving as a Yeah, being. it's... Well, it's it, Dimple's an interesting one because he does very much take the devil on Mob's shoulder yes. kind of archetype, but you do get the you know sense over time, like he never pretends that his ambitions are anything other than I want to be a big deal in the psychic world. In the same way that Reagan's yeah. ambitions are, I want to be a big deal in the psychic world. Yeah, but you you can explain his actions away as selfishly helping Mob because he wants to one day possess mob but it's it's articulated in a way where like you you get the feeling like he doesn't really believe that after yeah he, like he by the end of it yeah definitely feels like by the end of it side. he's telling himself a lie about his megalomaniacal tendencies he just <laughs> he just likes being part of the team by the end of it yeah if they had a dimple reagan show i might watch that for a little bit that i would potentially watch because they, they have a good dynamic <laughs> there is something two. but yeah yeah yeah, that, that that I mean, like that's the same dynamic that Reagan has with everyone. Is that <laughs> this person is stronger than him, and he just does not acknowledge it. I feel like I like Dimple in his relationship though, because Dimple sort of sees through Reagan's bullshit, and and like, he, you know, he's still susceptible to it. But I think he like more directly is like, I can tell you're just making this up, and I can tell you're just sort of winging it, and it works yeah. for you sometimes. I think he directly remarks like, "Your luck is insane." Like, you know, like he, you know, how often yeah. how often can you get this lucky? But I just I just like their relationship. I think that works pretty well over like across the course of the, when when they when they finally it, meet. It definitely does because like it's it's someone who Reagan's powers can't work on, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and by powers I mean his bullshitting. Yeah, yeah his like, charisma. Re- yeah, Dimple is a is is a little spirit ghost, a, a ghost that has lost most of his power, and so Reagan interacting with him. There's nothing Reagan can get out of him. Like it, you know, yes. <laughs> like he doesn't. It's, he doesn't have any reason to lie to him, so he just doesn't bother. It's so great. I, yeah, I'm a fan. I love when Dimple possesses somebody. They get the the red cheeks. Oh, and they the get the, cheeks. The, the apple cheeks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, they get they dimples. Make, right? all, they always the, when they all look like Ness. Is that the joke that they're supposed to be dimples on the face? Is that what it's supposed? Sure. I, that's what I. That's what I guess because his name is Dimple. You know, like oh man, when when the when the guy who enhances his muscles with the psychic powers uh, fights the body improvement guy. Yeah, with Dimple possessing gets, him. <laughs> dimple possessing him and it's like okay we both are psychically enhancing this guy's like physical prowess but this guy has like the blueprint of physical like this guy works out all the time yeah he did it through hard work i love i love the messaging there he did it through sheer labor and time like there wasn't a shortcut to get to where he got he just psychic powers don't give you anything that isn't already there you know see that see that's where i feel like dimple's growth comes from being around mob because mob represents that in a lot of ways for dimple that mob could do all this stuff but instead chooses the hard route most of the time i, I really 
I think it just shows real growth from him as a character. And he's Dimple's the comic relief for a lot of the show, a lot of the time. I mean, so. they're all the comic that's relief. True. That's the that's, thing. That's We're true. talking about character growth in like the gooniest character. Like we haven't even talked about Mob as a, a funny character, but his deadpan is great. Uh, it's so good. <laughs> it's it's amazing that the show that is so funny has such emotional depth, though. It's what's really impressive that I think that they that was off. true in one punch man as well like I yeah, think it's, it's inherent to, to one's work I think that this is like a a rebellion of the shonen we have to be heartfelt in order to sell heartfelt themes yeah and one is just like we can tell very human stories with really with with re- with really fundamental like actions and pose like yeah, the yeah. fact that this the fact that this show looks incredible is not even necessarily why this show is great. No, no, it's a it's a huge boost for it, but it is not why this show is yeah. great. This show has excellent writing. It's just there are times yeah. that I would hear I I'd like would I, I audibly said out loud, that's just great writing. Like that's just really, really yeah. well thought out plot. Like that they, they just yeah, it, it's why it's why for me it's I probably like it a little better than One Punch because I think the emotional notes hit a little harder for me is all. I just think that Yeah, I, I, to, to say nothing of One Punch Man season 2, which is which is I mean like you're you're battling against Yeah. One Punch Man season 1. You kind of can't help but come up yeah. wanting and just but that was how I felt about Mob Psycho and then they like surpassed themselves. Yeah, so I, I don't right. know. It, it's, it's amazing that they pulled it off cuz it, it is a tall task to try to match their level of excellence. But yeah, I just I feel like the emotional beats of the show It are, was also always the same studio whereas they had to switch yeah. studios from Madhouse to something Which really hurts the second season One of Punch One Punch Man. unfortunately. It, it, it's a shame and it but like it is also like this is evidence a for why studio continuity makes a huge difference in your in your story hmm. does this happen the often fact, in anime i i do not know enough to 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 uh yeah. i it, it happens often enough to where like y- you can tell when something's off hmm. but like it's it's not it's not a death knell but it it is when something is firing on every cylinder taking away some of the cylinders it feels a lot more standard and a little less special and like you're we're battling on the margins here like these are great properties that you should watch mm-hmm. when one of them loses part of the head of steam that it had it can't kind of can't help but feel you kind of can't help but feel cheated right right it's just, you're just you're just losing out on one of the parts that you re- were, was really strong in the first season it, you know one punch man had such a distinct visual flair to it that losing yeah. that was sort of a you're right. It wasn't a death knell. The second season's still very watchable and very enjoyable, but it's just it it does yeah. lose something in the translation between between the animation yeah. studios. Yeah, like the entire tournament arc, like the the hilariously titled tournament arc of One Punch Man season two is hilarious. I like I yeah. won't turn away the image of Saitama slowly rotating <laughs> and his pants falling down. I won't trade that for anything. Yeah. Him failing to tie his belt is so good. It's very funny. Yeah, that show does that show does a lot of the same tricks. It just turns out oh, one is a really good writer. And they do the they they do the same trick as with King and with um with Reagan, where like everyone treats idiocy as though it's genius. Like <laughs> with, when when Saitama is like holding his wig on, yeah, because he doesn't want anyone to see that he's faking who he is in order to get into the tournament. The like his number one rival in the tournament is like, ah, he seems unskilled, but he's 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 definitely protecting his head above <laughs> everything else. This is no, this guy is very good. <laughs> very. <laughs> That joke is good almost every time. Damn it's it. really good. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> and one's a master at it. They just they know exactly how to sell it. Yeah, it's a very it's very impressive. It's it's great. I should read the mangas. I, I, the animation is terrible in the manga, huh? 
or the drawing is just oh not... i mean it the manga got recreated by an actual good mangaka oh um, it's just the, interesting. it's just like the, the original manga is just is 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 very rough horse shit it's it 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 has a lot of the charm mm-hmm. that you would see like a lot of the charm comes from the fact that saitama and mob have absolutely blank expressions <laughs> they they look stupid they do i mean <laughs> And they're simple creatures, more or less. They, yeah. they, they want simple things. Um, it's just, so they, like the fact that they look stupid is part of the is part of their character. I think it's part of the appeal of the characters. They're supposed to look like the common man in some way. But it's it's the contrast between cool and silly that makes One Punch Man really pop. Hmm. I think, and it's the contrast that makes Mob Psycho also pop. I think one of the things I would we haven't mentioned specifically, but we sort of brought it up. I similar to uh, One Punch Man. I love the different ways that they animate Mob in the show. Like Mob can go from in one scene looking like just sort of wet, sort of floppy, like really insubstantial, yeah. almost like yeah, he just has no strong form when he's like sort of sad or in the background and stuff like that. And then he'll go from that to like when he goes, uh, what was the, I wrote this down when he goes courage and one, he, he like, when he gets really, he, the, the explosion is courage. He looks like the most typical anime protagonist. His hair yeah. is like spiky. His eyes are really shiny. He almost like glitters on the screen. It's such a cool, like yeah. such a fun thing to play with. I think as an art studio, I suspect is to keep animating him in different ways and sort of, you recognize the character in there, but you see just completely different lens of the character. It's, it's very effective yeah. for me. No, no, I agree. Yeah. Um, it's it's actually one of the things that I I would say One Punch Man does even better. Yeah. Because I think that it works even better with because Saitama's forms are bimodal. Yep. Like he only has <laughs> super serious cool guy and like complete dirtle. Yeah. <laughs> he just looks so complete stupid. derp face. Yeah. He's just like like, he's like... I, I think I like that even more than the I guess rougher continuum that uh mob can do yeah mob can look like mob looks completely different multiple times because he just you know his different forms just look he's he's got he's got the out of control form he's got like a regular blank expression and then he's got like a very slight glare and that comes really like it it comes through very clearly even if you like looked at them side by side Mm -hmm. you'd recognize maybe like a slight furrow of the brow but against his blank expressive face (laughs) it it is it is like it it shines like a light like in the second season when he is having his when reagan goes too far and yeah like yeah says some shit to mob that he shouldn't have said mob his his blank expression goes into like a very small frown and you're just like this is you're scarier. like you really messed up this time <laughs> this is this is scarier than when mob goes like that's true. Super Saiyan. That's true. That is that is him man- actually understanding and manifesting his emotions in the moment instead of letting them build yeah. up over time. It's it's a, a direct result of uh, like yeah, it's not. And they've never been directed toward Reagan. No. no. So like you, you are you can be led to believe in the first season that this is hero worship on Mob's part, mm-hmm. and it's in the second season that they deconstruct that. And I and the fact that the animation shows Mob's recognition that reagan is not perfect mm-hmm. is is so important to that entire in to that entire arc i think it really like that entire arc is not that visually like expressive or, or not that visually exciting mm-hmm. i should say but it, it's it's so damn touching because of these small variations in the way the character like that that shot of when mob says i've always i've always known what you are yeah and you're like oh shit Does he he's always known he's a fake right and that's true, but what Mob says is, I've always known 
that you're a genuinely good guy. Yeah. And the, the, the image of Reagan hearing that and, like, tearing up a little bit and just sort of, like, caving into himself yep. of, like, like just just his spirit breaking free from his body like it's it's so cathartic to to see yeah. to see him get past that it's what reagan's secret sauce is as a con man is that reagan while a con man really cares about his customers it's it's such a weird he, such a yeah, weird thing to mess out. with but someone will show up at his place and he'll give them a massage and it's not even like not even like it's necessarily fixing the problem, but he's at least providing a service and helping them. He won't he won't just take their money. He wants to do something for them. It's a really interesting yeah. methodology to be a comment. <laughs> it's interesting because like it, it's just that it's just the, the, the pretense of psychic is is the reason that he has a right. that he has a customer base. But in that arc, he like has that press conference in front <laughs> of a bunch of people and one of them's like, Have you ever had dissatisfied coms- customers? And he's like, No, never. And that's true. And that's true. Yeah, that's true. Like, he legitimately granted, helped people. All they did was like give him a massage or like <laughs> a great massage. Oh, it's it, what was like the the I, I, the salt massage runaway. I, did, I didn't like, write that one down. The there's a, an aroma the, one. The, the, yeah, those are. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one of his secret techniques. Yeah. God damn it! They're so fun. Yeah. yeah. And again, all those secret techniques. He's giving someone a massage. It looks like Dragon of the Darkness play. Yeah. Like, that's how the show is treating it. He does the pose over their body. (laughs) Yeah, it's so good. It's so great. Yeah, he's the best. Yeah, but I just love the idea of a con man who wants to help people. I don't know why, but that idea is just a great or or at the very least like a con man who is providing a service yeah yeah he's not like it might not be a service that actually needs to be met but he's definitely a con man yeah he has yeah he definitely is it's just such a fun dynamic to watch it's really enjoyable to yeah i like him he's good yeah god damn it this show is 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 king among kings of subverting yeah both like tone and genre it subverts your expectations for a shonen battle manga it subverts your expectations for a comedy even like the joke that it tells is not the joke you thought it was going to tell like it's this is like a work of art yeah i'm like so willing to say that mob psycho is impeccable i i I can't imagine a better telling of this story i knew when we came to this we were going to rave about it for an hour and a half straight but that is i mean that is we're not even doing it justice i feel like there's still so much more that we haven't hit on that this show just yeah it's kind of the show you just have to watch like you just like there's it's hard to recreate what it's doing we haven't talked about like the the visual comedy that is articulated through just like kind of background shit yeah like there's there's shit that like is like like hanazawa's wig gets bigger over the course of the it makes no sense (laughs) i don't know why he has it on it It doesn't it makes yeah it's never explained it's never brought up like it, it just it's it's so funny <laughs> they literally they never explain that they just he just get it, gets it cut off at one point and that that's and it. It, it every every other shot it's shown going like reaching toward the heavens <laughs> it can't be contained within the panel of the shot Spectacular. some of, but but then also the animation for the cool shit like the teleportation oh fight oh my god I could not keep track of it, but in a good way. It wasn't like a Helm's Deep sh- thing where, like, yeah. I just couldn't tell what was going on. It's I could tell what's going on. It's more different scenes than my brain can process, and that makes it better. 
I would, yeah, yeah. I would say the the fights in this show when they do happen are excellent. I mean, they're really well, like they're very great. well handled. It, One Punch has this has this as well going for it. To be honest, the this um is... the we haven't talked at all about the the fight scene that um Mob versus uh I think his name was Toyama in the first arc the the guy with the the helix fist helix fists. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I love I love that 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 design of that scene. That's uh that one yeah. I think and is his, uh, his power is. It, that guy's psychic power is just that he can punch through psychic defenses that aren't strong enough. And Mob doesn't want to fight him, so he puts up weak defenses. So he gets beaten up by an adult. Brutally. I mean, brutally. Gets rocked. That scene got a fucking anime award for... No. that, Like, specifically for that fight scene because it is so brutal and, like... Hmm. It, like, like kind of like the self-defense rush, but in reverse, where it's just... It's so unglamorous. Yeah. Like, you do not feel... It does not feel like a cool superpower fight. No. It feels like a brutal back alley caution. Did you did you rewatch the episode with um where Mob has like has that experience where he goes back to high school in that vision and that he gets kind of kind of tortured by that one spirit? Do you know what I'm talking about? No, I don't I don't remember this. Oh, one. Let, me, let me look up the guy's name. He it's it's right in the middle of the second season where he he goes and fights a guy who's uh who's possessing like the president of a company's daughter. <laughs> Oh, was 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 that in the? Um, oh, and he goes into her mind. Right, he goes into her mind. They have like a and he, and he gets he gets brainwashed into not having psychic powers there, and then Dimple has to yes yes yeah. so remind him that, or something like that. That scene culminates in a battle sequence. It, go back and rewatch it. It is insane. I, the animation actually makes no sense, and I'm I'm all for it. Like it it just gets so out because they're psychics. Right, it's it, in the brain. Yeah, it gets so out of control. It doesn't need to make sense. I don't even know what I'm looking at after a while. Like it's just. <laughs> That's how I felt about the uh, the teleportation fight. Yeah. Like the camera is zipping around. At one point, the teleporter like punches Hanazawa into a background and then punches him into a d- another background. The camera does. I love. Yeah, that's the su- background. Such changes. a cool visual touch that they do there. That's actually I, I specifically noticed it's, that too. It's overwhelming. Yeah. Like I I can't make sense of it. I don't. I, yeah, that's that's such a cool choice to make in that scene though. That that clearly conveys how much more powerful that guy is than Hanazawa in such a. In like three frames, like it does it so quickly, but you can cl- it, it gets it across so fast. It is very well. That, that's a really, yeah. It's it's like when they actually try to make the shonen anime, they're better at it than most shonen animes are. Like when they actually give a but shit. The, to try. But then they know when. But then they know when to to bring it back to yeah. like comedy. Like all of that is in service of this rising action <laughs> where we're trying to hype up this climax. Yeah, which is so right. And and this guy during this whole fight. This teleporting guy has his eyes closed, and then he finally opens them and sees Mob coming in. It's a lot like the Sea King arc. Yeah. Where, like, this thing has been hyped up for two episodes. Yeah. And then, nope, over. Yeah. <laughs> over in a stupid way. That's true. Yeah, the, you, mean, you mean from One Punch to the Sea King the, the, in the first season? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I know exactly. Yeah, they, that like, is. They've hyped true. this up. They want, they want you to be like, this is the shonen thing where we are escalating to this, this height of shonen... This peak shonen thing. Yeah, yeah, the, the the big battle. And then it's, and then it's fucking over. Yeah, that's true. I yeah. I, but but it's even better in Mob because we don't see it coming at all. Like we kind of see it coming. Right. I can I can anticipate it, but it's never in the way it's that the I'm same, expecting it. They, they've, yeah, they they they've they've told that joke before. Just in the same way, Mob Psycho, they've told the joke of, we're just gonna undercut this tension, this drama, in the dumbest way possible. 
but fucking Reagan comes in. We haven't seen him all episode. And he, just like the calm walk up, self defense rush. The narrator comes in, and the battle's over. It's so. I kid good. you not. I had to pause the show because I was laughing so hard when that happened. I literally had to stop and like just process for a minute how funny that was. It's such a great joke. Yeah, it's a it's an it, amazing show. It, and we're talking about it so much, and it really can't be explained. No, you, it's like you have to watch all the build up in for it in order for that to hit. That's why I think this show is just one of those ones you just have to watch to get the impact because the tension, the way they ratchet it up, is so hard to sort of. It's hard to yeah. even get it described properly. It's just it's hard to summarize exactly how it makes you feel. But it just it's euphoric. Yeah. I mean, it literally makes and, you feel euphoric when it hits right in the show. It, it's and credit where credit is due. One Punch Man did that. As it well. did. Yeah. The the. That show, similar idea. When when Saitama actually connected with the punch, the show knew to, like, basically freeze frame and go, holy shit, a god was just unleashed in that one punch. Like, you you know it. Like, you can just, yeah. you can tell it when it happens that you're just, yeah, you just, you draw back and you're like, holy crap, like, that was just nuts. But, but Mob Psycho is even braver about the subversion than One Punch Man. Because yeah. One Punch Man, when he's fighting Lord Boros at the end, mm-hmm. you do still get the kind of punchline of, Oh, Saitama still wasn't really trying? Yeah. That's not how the animation sells it. It feels awesome the whole... I mean, except for maybe the beginning where there's a bunch of debris flying past the one punch man looking like a derp. Yeah. (laughs) Image. (laughs) Like the the operatic like organ playing comes in with all the Latin chanting. Oh, dun, 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 dun. (laughs) And we see like all of the debris flying from Lord Boros. And then just the static image (laughs) of him standing there there and like rocks flying past him. (laughs) Yeah. No, they still had that, but it just it, it knows it knows when to accelerate it and it knows when to slow it down and it knows when to just just stop it completely it's a it's a very i i wonder how much of that is the original manga how much of that is the writing of the studio i i, I don't know but the, the yeah i don't know exactly i'm wondering how many diamonds in the rough were missing out just because they aren't being properly portrayed by the right studio you know yeah for sure yeah just the the this is clearly a work across the whole team that everyone kind of knew what the what the sort of game was here, and it they just yeah. they just got the it's the pacing that really makes the show. I think the, is the the secret behind it is the pacing is just so excellent. It it never really yeah it's never well there's so- never dull. There's never a moment where you're like this needs to keep moving forward. The show is always moving forward in some really tangible way. Yeah, and I do think you're right. Is there there's just a a real sense of cohesion mm-hmm. on the part of the animators. Yes, yeah. like they they all. They know how to. They're doing different things. Mm-hmm. Like they have different modes for. They have like that whole continuum for Mob to display himself in. But they're they're all in on the joke. Like they all want to communicate this. It's, like they all understand this shit pretty implicitly. It's funny you use the word cohesion because this show is not visually cohesive in some ways, and it's not trying to be. But somehow no. the the visual noise it's presenting feels cohesive because it just. The idea is that anything goes. Like you, you could, you could yeah, draw this it in, get in its way. Looney Tune style, and I would still accept it. Like I would be like, "Yep, that makes sense." Like I could see that. Like I, they could do that in an episode, and I would be like, "Yeah, that, all right." They they do that to a minor degree in a bunch of shows. Like um, they do it in like um, Gravity Falls, mm-hmm. or um, they do it in SpongeBob, where like we'll hyper close oh, up yeah. on like a Patrick or a Squidward, and they look like Ren and Stimpy monstrosity. Mm-hmm. I guess Ren and Stimpy as well. Like this is not a new. That's not a new technique. It's just that Mob Psycho is not just doing close up and not close up. We're doing like ten different starting points in in the span of twenty seconds. Like it'll just it'll just do it so <laughs> fast. It just yeah, it's 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 wild. It's um yeah, it's a great show. Yeah, god damn it, I James, 
give let me know if there's other things you wanted to, to highlight. I think we've hit everything like, that I, I had written down. I mean, I it like I said, I think this is one of those shows that while I've talked about all of it, you could there's a thousand more things we could have talked about. There's just so much going on in it. There's it's hard to cover all of it. It is. It, it's it's hard. It's hard to exaggerate. Yeah. <laughs> just how the nature of this joke of the pay like the the buildup and subversion of expectation it's hard to over exaggerate how well that's articulated like this is this is like a textbook definition of subvert expectations yeah like master class in joke telling of that category yeah it's it's really a it, it is it is a masterpiece it is a masterpiece of what it's doing it's it's truly like it's hard it can be hard to top this for me in, in terms of how this show is presented it's yeah, it like legitimately is probably easily one of my top five favorite anime. Yeah. Like it, it just is doing so much new mm-hmm. and also doing so much good, and it also has real heart. Yeah, and it's also hilarious. And Reagan is a treasure. <laughs> He's the greatest character. I'm not joking. He's my favorite character in any anime I've ever of- watched. I love Reagan. I, I like <laughs> the, great, the greatest psychic of our generation. Yeah. <laughs> just spectacular every time he's on screen i'm i'm excited about it it doesn't matter what the, what's of going course. on <laughs> oh man well thank you yeah. for allowing us to reminisce about mob psycho 100 i'm so glad that you had i mean the exactly the reception to you and i thought to it that i thought you would it was a very good recommendation from you 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 know my taste pretty well on this one this was a this is really up my alley for sure we're, we're definitely gonna have like um some aftercare session after that we get off the off the mic yeah. uh at some point talking more about it more but uh, I do want to seed that time by just saying, listen to the OST, listen yes. to a couple of the tracks, and you'll be like, oh, God, how did I forget that? Because the OST is also incredible. It's funny you mentioned the Reagan music when they're at Spirits and such, but I can I can picture that in my head very distinctly now. You're right. That song is perfect for what they're doing in that. Like the sort of sleazy, mm-hmm. back alley shop. Like, why does this even exist? Why is this open? Yeah. It's very amelodic, too. Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't sound cool yeah, yeah it's, it's not like super slick music or anything like that it is yeah. and it's using all these weird percussion instruments like it it looks it it feels like hmm. like uh, like like you have the regular band mm-hmm. like the the classical band in high school and then you have all like the band rejects who are like we're gonna make our own band and they like just pick up whatever instruments are left over like, okay, you got a marimba, and I got one of those tubes that make whistling noises, and there's somebody with, like, the, the a go-go bells. And, yep, and that's what they made the music out of. This one's got a bassoon. Yeah, and they just kind of did their own thing, but it was also experimental yeah. tracks. Like, we, we don't want this to hmm. flow well. Have... <laughs> like, it feels like it's stumbling over itself, which fits the mood. Yeah, it fits the tone of the show completely, yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be putting a good amount of music in this I'm, yeah. uh, episode. I'm looking so forward no to checking worries. it out. I'll have, to, I'll have to listen to the soundtrack after this. <laughs> Well, thank you for coming on. Thanks again um, for having me. I'm always glad to come on. Absolutely. It was um it's always a pleasure to have you on. Uh for those who want to hear James more, you can go to the Space Jam episode that we came out with. And the Zelda one. And the Zelda one if you want James's beautiful voice muddled by Excuse me, Princess. <laughs> uh James, is there anything you want to plug before we close up shop? Nah, as always I'm glad to be on though. Yeah, we'll we'll definitely have you back on again. So look for other stuff that you want to talk about. Yeah, of course. Uh, If you want to support the podcast, you can go to fancybat.com slash cartoncast. You can leave a message for us. You can go to Apple Podcasts and leave a rating or review. It really helps us out and validates our existence. And more than anything else, it's okay to run away. (laughs) And tell your friends about the show.
pretty good. Uh, pretty good. Is there outro. any Mob Psycho? Did you did you want to take a crack at no, it? No, I like I like your outro. That was actually really good. This is one of uh, James's finishing moves. <laughs> I don't have one right now. I'm sorry. Where, 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 where he where he vamps for time while trying to come up with come up with an outro. Yeah, there you go. And my dog's grumbling in the background. All the, all those things are happening. Oh, perfect. There you go.